Welcome back to the Beyond Macros podcast, a show where we help you get leaner, stronger, and perform better through nutrition, movement, and the art of inner work. Right now is a very hectic time for me as I'm on the doorstep of our group program launching on June 1st and competing in Tough Mudder X on June 8th. I don't have time for my normal process of cutting a 90-minute interview into a normal, bite-sized interview that you've come to love, or doing extensive research reviews, so this week I'm just going to be speaking to you directly from my experience. I recently decided I needed to lose about 10 pounds off an already lean frame to be competitive at Tough Mudder X, but unfortunately, I knew I wasn't in a place where I'd have the time to weigh and measure my food. I needed it to be convenient and quick. So based on my experience, I committed to a few habits which I knew would move the needle. I also hired a former client, Rich Ryan, of Reinforced Running to be my running coach. Here he is to talk a little bit about his experience as a Beyond Macros client. So as a competitive runner and uh, OCR obstacle course race athlete, um, I believe that your weight versus your power output correlates to your speed and your results. So. For my approach, I was always trying to get lighter and lighter while maintaining my strength or even gaining strength. So to make myself lighter, I would try to put myself in a calorie deficit. Um, And so much so that my race performance and training would suffer. And I was in such a deficit that my body composition and the scale, they didn't budge at all. So I really didn't know what to do. Um, So I just consumed less and less because I still wanted to get lighter. Um, and you know, things typically would just get worse. So when I started with Beyond Macros, it taught me the importance of energy balance and I learned it's okay to eat more. And in fact, um, I had to eat more. I really did want to uh, take my goals seriously as an athlete. So um, Beyond Macros has given me the education about how to feel for performance, um, which is awesome because my relationship with food um, is a bit complicated. And I used to think it was detrimental for my performance, um, but it really eases my mind to know that nutrition is a means to help me reach my goals. And since balancing things out and eating more and feeling properly, my training and confidence has improved tremendously. Um, I've gained muscle and strength while getting faster, and I feel more ready and confident to compete now than I ever have in the past. All right, so here's the story. I was heading to a restaurant with my family where I knew I was about to down a sweet potato crusted salmon filet and a plate of sweet potato fries. I do love my sweet potatoes. And my excitement was already high. But then I checked my email and there was an invitation from Tough Mudder to compete at what appeared to be their version of the CrossFit Games. It looked like the most fun I could have with my fitness and I was stoked, but I was also a little scared. I'd just returned from Costa Rica, tipping the scales at between 192 to 195 pounds. I was still lean, but that is definitely not my best running or obstacle weight. And I had not been training at all over the prior months. I had about six or seven weeks to prepare, but I already had packed those weeks full of commitments. So what was I going to do to get ready for this event? My first thought was, I feel best running at 180 pounds, and I need to drop at least 10. My second thought was, how am I going to lose 10 pounds in six weeks without dropping performance? Especially because I plan to creatine load, and I know that's usually good for a few pounds of water on my frame. 
Luckily, this is what I do for a living. So that wasn't a rhetorical, oh no, how am I going to do this? It was an actual, okay, how am I going to do this? First, I started actively participating as a member in the Beyond Macros group coaching program. I know that community support and public accountability help me stay on point. That's just part of who I am as a former team athlete. When working with clients, whether one-on-one or in the group, I'm always focused on the one thing that will make everything else easier or irrelevant. So I created my hierarchy of what to focus on. The one thing was to hire a running coach and get back into a training routine. Again, having a coach not only allowed me to turn my mind off when it came to programming, it gave me the accountability that I would have to check in and couldn't skip workouts. I also know that training consistently is the anchor to many of my best habits. I got that dialed in immediately. Down three pounds week one. It's pretty common actually, and likely wasn't fat, but mostly water and a little bit of fat. The second habit was to walk my dog every morning. Why? Non-exercise activity is one of the largest contributors to total daily energy expenditure outside of basal metabolic rate. By making the first thing I do every day walking, I was getting about 3,000 steps in, easing into my day with no stress except when my dog decided to poop on a patch of ivy, picking that up sucks. And I was also getting sun on my skin and in my eyes. So I had lower stress throughout the day, better sleep cycle regulation, and a very, very happy puppy. That was a win-win habit. I continued to drop another two pounds that week. And I must also mention, I worked on my van quite a lot and was moving 10,000 steps per day, which is actually unrealistic for many people's lifestyles. The third habit was that I couldn't eat until 3 p.m. on rest days. Why? Is intermittent fasting magic? No. I chose this habit because on training days, I won't eat within 90 minutes of training because I get nauseous. And then I train for an hour, commute home, and again, usually can't stomach much besides a shake. That's about three to four hours every training day where my feeding is restricted. I get those three to four hours back on a rest day. And often I'm sitting behind my computer working on a rest day, and that makes me more prone to eating just to break the day up. So by restricting eating until after 3 p.m., I was able to more easily stick to my lower energy intake goal on rest days. There was just less time for me to screw up. I dropped about another pound and a half and was down a total of six pounds in three weeks. The next habit was to stop eating chocolate after every meal. I wasn't eating mindfully because I would eat in between activities and I usually wanted to get back to those activities. So I would eat in a little bit of a rush. This led to the habit of just grabbing some chocolate after every meal. I became aware of this craving pattern that I had created. I would finish eating and then all of a sudden my brain would be like, go eat dark chocolate. And dark chocolate's actually a fine food, but I just know the slippery slope that this habit could cause and derail me. So I committed to chocolate only as a dessert, but removed from dinner, not right after dinner. So it was no longer a cap to my meals. I dropped another pound and a half that week and was sitting consistently at between 184 to 185, right about my goal weight. I just kept those three habits in place for the next week, and it really took no major effort to eventually hit my goal of 183. 
I recently decided that hitting my goal weight meant it's time to make sure I'm properly fueling. And the habit that I am currently focused on for that is visually doubling the amount of carbs on my plate post-workout. The goal is to maintain my weight, which I have while putting more energy in the tank. Unfortunately, I fell victim to a trap I know exists and usually guide people through. That trap is one of the major reasons that I think yo-yo dieting is so rampant. This is the issue. When you're losing weight, you're motivated by the scale moving down. The scale is the same every day now that I'm maintaining. My external motivation to stick to my habits was gone, and the dopamine power of chocolate got a hold of me again. And I even started to slip a little bit on rest days and would eat earlier than three. This led to more eating and therefore my weight actually bumped up a little bit last week. But luckily, I have an event to keep me externally motivated to get back on track. I also intimately know what is happening in my brain and have the tools to guide myself through it. Plus, I have a great community in the Beyond Macros group coaching program who are providing that additional accountability. But it's not always this easy for people. I see it so often that after people's diet mentality ends and the goal weight is achieved, those bad habits have a way of finding their way back in. If you don't have any motivation or guidance, it can become a really slippery slope. And that is why you will see so many people regain weight that they initially lost. I can feel this too. My body doesn't like that I lost weight. I am noticing the subconscious cravings and tendency towards seeking out food even when it's unnecessary. We're just wired this way for survival, and unfortunately, the availability of highly palatable and energy-dense foods makes it insanely difficult to overcome our nature. I am super grateful that I am having this experience because it makes me a better coach, and I can share from experience with my clients. It gives me more ideas and more tools in my toolbox to deal with these issues in my own life and to be able to implement them and know when to guide clients using these strategies. I hope you enjoyed hearing about my experience and realizing that even coaches are human and prone to the same pitfalls as you. Anyone in the fitness industry who pretends to be perfect and live this highly optimized life is lying. You're not alone in the way you feel, and you're not alone in your struggles. So come join me in the Beyond Macros group coaching program and find a community of people and expert coaches you can lean on for that support. Just go to beyondmacros.com group for more information, and you can email me at matt, M-A-T-T, at beyondmacros.com if you have any questions at all. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to seeing you again next week.